Well, hello and welcome to the Below the Rim show, a show dedicated to the BBL. It's me, Pam, I'm joined uh, by our northernmost correspondent, the brave hearted Mr. Grant Young. How are you, sir? All right. How is everyone? I'm sorry, I was mid reading something because. Of course you were. Podcast on. Why would you be doing anything else? I mean, yeah, just reading. Good work. Uh, we're also joined by our Southwest media guru, Mr. Paul Nicholson. How are you, sir? Oi, oi. I'm all right. I'm good. I've had a I've had a grand weekend. Had some lows and some highs, mostly well, highs. Your ears, so Pat's must have won. Uh, and yeah. we're also joined <laughs> by Captain Wayne. It's gone for Captain this time. How are you, sir? You good? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. How is everybody? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Ad, Grant, Grant, don't disturb just... Grant. He's still reading. I was just going to say oh, yeah. we had a message from. Ads. Yeah, he's on. He's, he'll be late, but he'll be here. Standard. standard. We he'll still be even here. started late. It's quarter past nine. We're normally still waiting for him. But we'll uh, we'll we'll bring him in um, when he gets here. I just want to start off by saying that uh, you're welcome, Mr. Nicholson. Uh, VC Dusha has made it into the top ten assists all time, which no one fucking knew about till I said it this morning. Which I'm I quite have. I knew how many he had. I just didn't know it was the top ten. Uh, well, I was, I was, I think it must have been Thursday or Friday, driving around in my bus. Um, and did that thought just pop in your head? You well, went, oh, it popped into my head. I thought, Elvisi. has been in the league a long time, and he must average around four assists a game. And a decade of four assists a game has got to be somewhere near a thousand, which would put him near the top ten. I'll look it up, and I did, and I sat on it because. Obviously, he was playing over the weekend. Um, I wasn't sure. I didn't have the stats on my bus with me to hand, so I wasn't sure if he'd done enough. But he has. Um, yeah, he's killing it recently. He's had 19 assists in the last two games, and then before that, he was on double figures in both games as well. Okay. Well, he's not. Uh, I think he's not Rod Brown out of the top ten. Yes, Chester. Um, was it Chester Jets in London? Leopards Towers. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he went around the yeah. bush. Um, He's been knocked out, and he slides in at number ten, just below Alton Bird. So, I thought that'd be mixed company to you, Pabs. I thought you'd be really happy for LVC. Oh yeah, really sad. No, because <laughs> the the assists per game is the stat with Alton. Because and, yeah, and I wasn't going to mention this because I didn't want to mention it and belittle anyone's stats in any way. Alton did his in five seasons, so his uh, his assists per game is about eight point six, maybe something like that. <laughs> Not as many as uh, as the other goat, of course, Ramon Fletcher, who's also up there. But it's yeah, heck of, a, heck of an achievement! And heck he, of an achievement! And he's got he's a long, fin- long way left game. to go, I reckon. Jumped in his car straight to Heathrow. He's now in the uh, European qualifiers. Oh, good man! Oh, Matt, we should have tried to get him on the show. Give He'll us a it. tour of. Uh, of the, is he out there this league. time next week? Is he out there? Um, he's back for our next game. When's our next game? Sheffield away. That's. 
That's not really saying when it is. That's in 10 days. Mm, I'll message message him, see if he's about. He'll he'll jump on. Yeah, he'll jump on. That was one of the weirdest episodes ever. Wasn't it good, though? Wasn't it good? I think. I think I think Nicholson. I think you and I had just become like part of the furniture now. At that point, when he just did that, and yeah. did we not have was that not about two and a half hours that LBC just walked around Albania's trading camp and hotel, had his <laughs> yes. dinner, sat yeah. by the pool, three hour pause. <laughs> okay, remember what we talked about? <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah, he wouldn't let us go because he didn't want to talk to his teammates, <laughs> even though he even though he speaks Albanian, they thought he didn't. <laughs> So he's out there ordering his food, like, trying to make sure no one can hear him. <laughs> Genius, good work, sir. Um, I think we should start off with the with some of the stuff from the weekend regarding the the incredible material from Pat the dog, his little signs and his uh, teddy buckets bucket. Oh, um, I have it with me. It's in my office. Yeah. There's good work. Did it? I. It got on. Uh, I don't have the first because obviously I was it there for Friday. Did that get on the camera? Um, yeah. Well, there's there's a few things. It's, we've got a really great photo of Teddy shooting a free throw, and oh, and, and he's standing and underneath the bucket, the bucket on the baseline, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. But fair play to, to Teddy Allen, right? So Pat the dog wanders out with this flipping teddy bear in a bucket, and on the bucket's written Teddy's bucket, and he comes out with his pen. And he stood on the sideline on the baseline. He's waving it around to Teddy. And Teddy's looking over and like, what the hell's going on here? And he's ignoring him completely. Like, he's just <laughs> taking his shots. Then one of the Leicester trainers went over, spoke to him. And um, Teddy was like, oh, I thought he was collecting money. Because <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't read what was on the bucket. And then he came over. He signed the bucket. Um, he was in good spirits. He, he had a good laugh, had his photo taken, then got on with his stuff. And actually, prior to that, um, it was a lad's birthday. Um, and whilst he was warming up, he, this lad who was a Patriots fan wanted to meet Teddy Allen. Uh, Teddy Allen signed his birthday card, put a little message in oh, there, wow. gave him a little hug and everything else. And yeah, great guy. So, Teddy, if you're listening, which I'm sure you do avidly every single week, um, appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you're a good sport, but it was hilarious. And he's also walking around with a sign saying, hello, Josh Bett. I don't know if you saw that as well. Yeah, but he had one for the Friday saying, hello, uh, Joel. Yeah. And uh, and good luck, Evan, or look after Evan. Yeah. So Pat has decided he's <laughs> going to be as... Um, <laughs> he, he's hit a confidence point, Pat the dog has. <laughs> he's, got, he's now gone, all right. Nailed his dunk on set. On, uh, I'm going to do whatever I can. To make myself known, as he just wants some screen time. His Instagram is growing. <laughs> He's got freaking one of the best players in the league signing buckets. Like, and I might add, this is the bucket I wash my car with, which is now really annoying because no, you can't <laughs> use it. Yeah, <laughs> can't use it anymore. It's sat in my office, just sat on my desk. I'm like, what am I meant to do with this? That's amazing. <laughs> Sell it to Wayne. Wayne will buy it. Yeah, put up for auction. <laughs> But so is, is Pat the dog just going to be shouting out all the commentators? Is he going to be running up and down the side of the court with signs saying like "Hi, mom" and all that stuff? Like he has this pile of signs in his locker room. <laughs> it's like <laughs> love actually things written on it. Like love he... actually, he's like uh, the dude who ended up on um, uh, Walking Dead. I forgot his name. <laughs> he he is he is our Benny the Bull, isn't he? Really, let's be honest. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, definitely. 
he he's making himself known. He's making dunks. He was break dancing at the last game. It was insane. Like we had this. Six does he have a sword and a shield? We it can be arranged. Doesn't need props like that, that mate. The thing is, he listens to this podcast. Pat the dog listens to this podcast. So he has he, homemade. He has homemade props. I bet you. I bet you. Next he game, could not carry a sword or a shield as good as Minnie and Maximus. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm saying he'd probably like, hold it and break dance at the same time. You're just gonna re- you're gonna regret that decision, Grant. And so am I. Actually, I'm gonna regret that you said that now. <laughs> Great, but he's honestly he was break dancing with his as a six year old lad. Bless him, Caden. Right, shout out to Caden. He's a two time Southwest like under whatever break dancing champion. Oh wow! And and, and he was having a dance. That's with, title. All right, you know what I mean, he was dancing with Pat the dog um, in the third quarter, and it was. Awesome. It was go just go on Pat the Dog's Instagram, you'll see it. It's uh yeah. We need we very... just need more BBL mascot content, don't we? We need more we need the, the all-star game should have like a mascot skills challenge. Oh nice Pat, talking. Pat for all-star. Well, I wasn't gonna start I wasn't gonna start with this. I didn't know if I was gonna bring it up at all, but I there's I wanted to do a segment because obviously Grant, my man, you posted a question. Um to the BBL regarding the All-Stars and the selection and they answered you and I put a little bit underneath that asking where it would be possible to volunteer to help advise and consult over the All-Star game so that it's not such a disappointment next year. I didn't get a response, I don't think. Um, Just come up with an idea about mascots so we're winning. Well, there's one. Here's the other one. Here's the, here's, I had a list of things to save the All-Star weekend, all right? Which basically <laughs> consists of uh, <laughs> a pool of players that sh- uh, are deemed eligible, first of all. Plumbing pool. I.e., I'd, I'd love that <clears throat> for me. I.e., played enough games, played enough minutes per games, and have a either fulfilled stats requirements and there's obviously an element of eye test to that as well that's the first step so not don't just put everybody on the list because not everybody deserves to be there um but who's i mean fiba set the rules for how many players you can have but it's not a fiba sanctioned game in any way shape or form let's have 15 players let's go crazy let's have two from each and then if there's extra ones from some of those teams pop them in but more importantly than that have one or two legend slots for someone like Darius Defoe, for someone like J- uh, Johnny Bunyan, for someone like Callum Jones. What uh, happens if there's no play in legends in the league at that point when it happens? Bring some out. There will be. There'll be some stalwarts. LVC, like he's he's over a decade in this league. And although he doesn't appear as a veteran. I think I like that idea based on the fact this is the first one in a while. But if this becomes a no, regular... No, league, get it right first time. Quite... Sorry. Get it right. We know it's not rocket science. We know all this, you know. I'm going to. But the other thing is venue. My other thing is venue. Uh, If you're going to pick somewhere central to have it every year, don't pick London. It's the worst place to get to. It's the most expensive place to get to. It's the most expensive place to stay. Um, And I think they're struggling to sell tickets from what I've heard. I've heard it's picked up. It would be, well, they've had to drop the price, I think, considerably, but it would be better to have it either at a floating venue, so pick a different venue each year, and then when you have the dunk contest and the three-point contest, make sure one of those guys from that place where you're having it, so if it's pavilions one year, you have somebody from Patriots in the three-point shootout and in the dunk contest. Yeah, 
and Nicholson. Uh, if it's in Leicester, you make sure you got two Leicester guys in the in the competitions. Blah blah blah. You're going to have representation, but 15 players gives you a little bit of spoke, scope to add. Because obviously, some teams have got three guys, maybe four guys that are worthy of being in an All Star game. But if you limit it to two, whereas some teams maybe not. But um, I, th- I think uh, I think that's what I you should look at. And moving the venues around so that every because obviously London, uh, they're going to hate it, but they don't have a solid fan base per se. So that's why they're struggling to sell tickets. If you stuck it in Newcastle, it would sell out just with Newcastle fans alone. You'd struggle to get a ticket. If you did it in Leicester, probably the same thing. I, I agree with elements. Though I agree with the venue. I like the I idea. I didn't say anything about elephants. <laughs> I like elephants. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree with mixing the venues up. I think that's a really cool idea. I think that'd be really fun. Um I don't think 15 players. I'm, I, I want to see my guys get minutes. So I, I like the idea of. All right, make it a 48 minute game. It's an all star game. You can do what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that with media timeouts? Oh, fuck the media timeouts. For a friend. I didn't win. I'll be honest. Um, this, from this perspective, it's, it's more getting players selected. I'm still not going to watch the game because yeah, I still I, think no one's going to give a shit. I believe there should be. I agree with you. I believe You're watching anyway. Be, <laughs> a cut-off cut element where, yeah, you're right. There should be statistically where they are games played. Because I was like, I was one of the first to say, "No, nah, Teddy Buckets ain't played enough games." And after I, after I watched him this weekend, I'm like, "Shit, we need him in an All Star game." Yeah, I I can see that. You know? but, but that's the other thing I wanted to to address is that a lot of people say, "Oh, it's an All Star game, so you want someone who's high fly." Fuck that! You want the best players. You want the best players in the league going against each other. Otherwise, it's not, what we it's not a dunk every possession, so yeah, no. you're right. Well, it might be, but otherwise, what we do? You know what I mean? But and I and I looking at the 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 last and official announced voting, there was a mass of of Newcastle players. At the same time, if they were in three separate teams, I'm quite cool with those players being in it. I I am, but there's they're because of the level taking places of of better players on better teams that won't be in that starting lineup. Yeah, well, we, we, I think Lions, was... for example. Well, but you know, obviously Matt Morgan, the bots got to work, and Matt Morgan made his way into the. Into nah, he's the got top like two. thirty-five thousand followers on living Instagram, mate. Well, like, um, he's getting a load of votes. All but then got... at the same time, Decker's there, and he shouldn't be there because he hasn't played enough games. But again, openly, he did openly come out and say that agreed as well. Yeah, so. no, that's, we that's know irrelevant. he won't play. It doesn't that's not a dig at him. Play. That's a dig at the selection process. Yeah. Um... But I guess for the first one, they've done it. Let's see how it works. Uh, it's not, that's Good not work. an excuse. Wayne, my man, you've been to some all-star games. Best players from the best teams? Or best players yeah. from each team? It seemed like it always used to be. I remember there was some slips given out back. This was before internet days. Um, Blue Circle Cement were the sponsors. Aye, aye. Yeah, and uh, you got like a... In the in the months leading up to, to the game, there'd be a tick sheet where you could... Yes. Tick- Remember? Yeah, but, typed out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on a typewriter. Put it in a cardboard box on the supporters club table at each each uh, venue, I believe. And then yeah. the uh they the uh, they like were top a good old ballot paper and, and, and that's how you want to that's yeah. how you want to do it this year. <laughs> it's worse than that this year. <laughs> and yeah, that's how it was. And Answers on a postcard it. and send them into PO box, which that's is it. basketball league. Um <laughs> Halls used to get it was full for all star games. Make yeah, sure you put an additional stamp so they can get back to you. <laughs> the self-addressed. self-addressed. I don't think I've, self-addressed oh, I think when I've done that when I was a kid. 
I don't think I ever 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 got anything back. Someone's just got some PO box letterbox just has well, millions well, of stamps. Well, letters. <laughs> this has stamps. Anyway, but so, as well as well, I, it was off what you just said then, Wayne. In terms of fans voting, a weighted vote, coaches, possibly media get ninety percent of the vote. Fans get ten yeah. percent because otherwise we end up with Levi Bradley. Yes, and I'm, he's a great player. I enjoy watching we, Levi Bradley, but that's mental. We can't be trusted as fans. <laughs> we can't be trusted to make the right decision. Yeah. Right, well, we'll fans. see what we'll see what the outcome of the vote is, and we'll decide on that. <laughs> Are we getting a boat him at boat face scenario? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? It's very all funny. I'm, it's very funny. It actually happens. I regret. <laughs> I regret coming on tonight's show. Multiple, multiple email addresses because <laughs> now I've got so much spam mail. It's unbelievable. You should have used that website I use that generates a fake one, and then you can just go for it. Because <laughs> fuck them, that's why. Uh... No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think there's going to be some really good players there, and I think they'll take it a lot more seriously than the NBA game. Um, I disagree wholeheartedly. That's fine. Did, did anyone watch it? I didn't even watch the NBA Stug. Who did East win or West win? Who won? Oh, I don't know. I enjoyed the three point shootout. That was good. I enjoyed the Saturday night stuff. I watched that. Yeah, the three point shootout was good. The dunk contest wasn't bad either. There was there was, uh, there was some think, interesting. I think the, I think the league dunk contest could be really good. Um, I'm not sure shite scoring, but I think there could be some really like there's some good dunkers in the league this year. Mm. When when are they confirming that? That's all this week. That's what we should, just yeah, it should be all right. So I think 21st, 22nd, they announced the teams. Oh, nice. Uh, or at least the starters. Um, then I think, obviously, over the course of the week, they're going to announce um, the reserves, uh, which is done by like a coach vote. Uh, oh, I want to just say something about the coach vote. There seems to be a very some very upset Cheshire fans. And I love Cheshire right now. Has the coach voted already? Yeah, yeah, that was done ages ago. Really? Um, so there was a cut. There, there was basically what they said was, when it got to the midpoint of the season, whoever the top two coaches were in the league. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant they'd pick their players already. No, I get what you. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Whoever sorry. the top two in the league at that point would be the two coaches. Mm. It's black and white. It's crystal clear. That point in the league, whoever's top two, they're coaching. So it's Gareth Murray, and it's um, how do you pronounce it? Bosic, yeah, from from London, right? Mm. But now, obviously, Cheshire are doing really, really well, which is amazing, and they're playing some incredible basketball. They won, they won the trophy. They are, they are the real deal, ten and zero. But some of the fans are a little bit upset that it's not Ben Thomas. I'm like, but the, the rules were set. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Be unfair to to change. That. You can't just change it. Yeah. Always overtake them. Quit change it. <laughs> no, that would that would that would uh, that would make a lot of sense to do that. But yeah, no, it's. Um, I'm looking forward to. it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Are we, if I come down, are we hanging out? Hell yeah. Yes. I'm I'm staying in the Premier Inn. Oh, got, all right, money is, bags. Has he got has he got the pull out so, <laughs> Premier Inn sofa bed? I'll stay I in that. Which Premier Inn? <laughs> if it's is it has it got the wee pull out sofa bed or the wee kind of kids remember as a kid you if you stayed in a family room in Premier Inn, like the spare beds were basically just a mattress on the floor. They folded it out, yeah. Yeah. Still, my, that, my, my answer, Grant, is no, you are not having a free room. <laughs> I will say this con- this might be controversial, but uh, Premier Inn, uh uh-uh, uh, Travel Lodge underrated. Well, I stayed at the 
double tree by Hilton where you got a free cookie when you were booked in. <laughs> I need money bags. There we go. <laughs> don't, 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 mistake, don't mistake the double tree by Hilton for a Hilton for one second. Do yeah. <laughs> you know what? When uh, and this obviously it came up when everybody was going to Birmingham for the uh, for the trophy, but we I stayed in. I took Mrs. Cheeks last year when we went up to watch and um, we stayed in the Premier Inn the first night and it was fucking horrible. And then we stayed in a camper nil because it was like, it was ridiculously cheap. It was like £29. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Quiet, hardly anyone there. Nice room. So I can strongly recommend the camper nil Birmingham. We are not sponsored by that. We're we're, we're Premier Inn. Then we're, we're spending the weekend in London. Go check out a little Broadway show. Oh, what are you going to watch? Wasn't made to that one, was it? Frozen. Yeah. Going to go watch quid. Frozen. Yeah, yeah, of course, Disney. Going to go watch Frozen. You'll go watch Lemmy's, mate, or Hamilton or something. Yeah. The wife doesn't want to go. She said, I can take the ticket. We'll, we'll dress up. I'll be Anna, you can be Elsa. Let it go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> have to fight Pat Whelan for the Disney stuff, surely. <laughs> hey, I just got... Listen, we're yet to talk about basketball, sorry. I know, this, I is, got, good. this is a good opening got, chat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I subscribed to Disney Plus right when it came back out. Oh, it's when it first ridiculous. Fucking hell, man! Hundred and nine quid now. Do you, I do a month now because it's no, it don't lose any money. On from now on, it's going up. Yeah, it's, price going up, mate. The month, uh, the month. It was like what was is, it when um, you first signed up for it? Like fifty quid. You're talking about in four years, it's doubled yeah. the yeah. price. Fifty-five pound, I think, the first year. I yes. Then the next year it was seventy-five quid. And then I've had to go monthly because I couldn't afford a one-off shout for hundred and something. Oh. Anyway, if if Walt's listening, Peter Price is dead, mate. If Walt's listening, then there's some hey. sort of miracle going on. <laughs> His frozen head. DeLorean, the DeLorean's pulled up, mate, and he jumped in. <laughs> His frozen head is 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 working a treat <laughs> in a jar. Uh, right, fellas, let's round Basketball. things up basketball-wise. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, let's go through it almost fixture by fixture and any shouts for um, BTR5. We'll start to sort of go through it. Pat, of course, were in action against the Eagles in what was a very close affair going up to the last quarter. And then, well, I have a little theory on what happened in the fourth. It uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Eagles found their groove and Ricky McGill just went off. But and, and fair play to him. He's not really had the opportunity to rest players that much going into the fourth quarter, PJ. And he had, um, I think it was Copeland, LVC and TJ Atwood on the bench at the start of the fourth. And there wasn't a breaking play on opportunity for him to get them back in until almost halfway through that quarter. And uh, had there been, it might have been a different story, but that's, that's when the Eagles kicked on and, and after that point they never looked back so disappointment for the Pats but the Eagles very impressive um, yeah what do we make of that one fellas I am um, obviously I was there um, and it, it was one of those games where I thought you know what if we're still in this with like five minutes to go this yeah. is our, this is our ball game because with, with that home crowd, um, they were they were real loud. They were rowdy. It was Friday but night. I, I spoke to um, I spoke to Ricky after the game. Uh, he finished on twenty seven points. Yeah, and um, I spoke to him, and I'm like, Ricky, man, like 
um, first half, I'm like, yes, this is the Ricky I wanted to see today because he was like he was struggling and he was frustrated. And then second half, he was just unguardable. Absolutely unguardable. Three steals, 27 points, four assists. You know, he's a hell of a player. He really is. And and he was the main problem for us. He, you know, the 12 yeah, points he got in the fourth. What's that? 12 points in the fourth. Yeah. Right. Larry Austin did what Larry Austin does. And, and he works hard. Jo- yeah. Johnson had a relatively quiet scoring game, picking up obviously nine assists. Who else had a quiet game there? Uh, Johnson. And who else? Hmm? Somebody else had a quiet game. Well, there was a few people that had a quiet game. Taj Green had a very Taj quiet Taj Green out. had a quiet game. Who was, who was Taj Green's defensive assignment? Mr. TJ Atwood. Atwood. Mr. Atwood. You guys, amazing. Uh, Both ends of the floor. But carry on. Taj was hilarious. Bless him. He, at one point, he pulled the tongue of Pat the Dog. Talking about Pat the Dog. <laughs> Did he do that to that dog? Is that not cruel? They were having some real PCA, be honest. They were having some banter. They had banter last <clears> time when they came, and they had more banter today. Last, uh, the other day, it was brilliant. But Patriots did everything they needed to do for three and a half quarters, mm. and then Ricky McGill just turned up the heat. Is he any uh, shouts from that game? Is Ricky McGill the shout potentially for a BTR five? Potentially, but there's been some great performances after that game. I know. We'll just we'll we'll pencil him in. Anybody else got a shout on that one? Not on that game. Surely not. Grant, you got a shout or Wayne? I mean, I'm just upset you've missed out the Thursday night game, but it's fine. Did I? It's fine. If we if we just want to miss one of your topics of conversation for this show, then it's fine. Who played on Thursday? Keep talking. Oh yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I was tempted to to group those in. But we could, yeah, we can talk about that. Let's do that next. We've got, let's, obviously it should have been the first game. My bad. It's bit, been a bit Pats heavy at the top of the show, which will piss off some Raiders. Sorry, everyone. But, um, Caledonia at home. Sorry, Scorchers on the road. In the build-up, Sorry was going to be the only team to win this. Um, a certain podcaster got a bit of grief. Well, they, they both did, really. One for just being naive enough to say that Sorry was the only team was going to win it, and one for going completely the other way, which I, I guess... Saying, but also saying only Surrey's only going to win when teams are playing bad. Relatively, yeah. that's that's That was the weird thing. Um, I did post after the game that I was disappointed. <clears throat> Probably shouldn't be surprised to be disappointed, but the narrative didn't seem to be accurate. If we're going to look at the narrative, then we do need to look at um, the fact that it's it was two games winning from Surrey, and I know people were getting a little bit heady about it um one of those games was the pats who were on a back-to-back and struggling um but then of course surrey themselves were on a back-to-back and did well to to beat bristol who also were on a back-to-back so it was a weird situation but it needs to be considered i don't think that necessarily that it's that surrey won because those other teams were poor i think maybe the schedule was all right except second day they probably were um not the favourites against that Bristol team happened to travel all the way down there to Bristol and they got the win there. So that's... Can we also but... mentioned actually Caledonia yeah, he... are really good. Well, that's the other thing. Caledonia were on a two-game losing streak, but they've been, you know, both teams have had injuries, Surrey and Caledonia, but Caledonia... Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Caledonia have struggled with certain positions and trying to... And they brought in this the new guy, another green, who's who has been outstanding. 
but it but was there, a thing that. But there wasn't any. It, one, one, just quickly, there wasn't any. Go, um, there wasn't any reference to to their kind of lead into that, and there was no reference to the fact that Surrey, and I'm sure Surrey fans will agree with this to a certain extent. Live and die by the three. If if they're not hitting the three, they're not winning the game. And that's probably what leads into their inconsistency. Rather than saying other teams are poor and they're playing poor, if you look at Surrey, if they struggle to hit that three ball, they, they'll struggle to win the game because that seems to be... That's my take anyway. Grant, my man, sorry. Yeah, like, it was an interesting game. Like Surrey took 33s. Gladiators took slightly less. I mean... 20, 10 less. You're talking about 10 possessions. And actually, the nine-point scoreline was really kind in Surrey because they scored like three threes right down the stretch, like last two minutes kind of stuff when Gladiators' defence had switched off. And like, this was also Gareth Murray's 50th win as a coach. Oh, well. When have you heard that this week? Nowhere. We've got a young British coach. I had no idea. That's fucking awful. What did you say, Paul Nicholson? We said we've heard it here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like we things like that. We and you look at the other end, made a big deal, which is the right thing to have done, right? Big deal about PG getting five hundred. Gareth's at the complete opposite scale of that. A young it's British still coach. A milestone. Did the did yeah, the club this, post anything? I think so. The club was the only thing that posted. <sighs> I think. Hmm. But it's like so that you then had obviously the continual narrative throughout the whole game that. Uh, obviously, the boss, which we've ta- we talked about last week in the show, as I was dropping all sorts of hints um, <laughs> about. Did I mention Michael Green last week? Didn't I? <laughs> yeah, Wayne remembers. It wasn't, it wasn't Wayne remembers. It wasn't subtle in any way. Um, and where was I going with that? And you go like, yeah, okay, Clyde has been out. The boss, but the boss has been out for a few weeks, and obviously Pat Whelan didn't play. Pat Whelan. Like has been playing injured with a cut in his hand. You can see his hands now quite heavily. His right hand's quite heavily strapped. And it's like, and maybe it's had the same cut from ages ago. It's for like the last month or two, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, yeah, it's, oh, like, it's yeah, not healed. Heal you ain't gonna heal if you keep playing, is it? Though? Well, that's exactly. So obviously, okay. him sitting out, and you go a bit of soda cream you... on it, it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, that's been his principle. Put a bit of soda cream on it, and I'll get out and shoot. You know, but it's. It was just an odd narrative before the game. Like it very much felt like, oh, the Surrey's winning this. Even the build-up, um, the Sky stuff was really one-sided. That basically Gladiators had no chance. And it's like Gladiators are third in the league. But yeah, mm-hmm. maybe Gladiators haven't clicked this season a lot. But they're third in the league. Finished three mm-hmm. three in Europe Cup. Like you know what? Like perspective. Perspective, yeah. In, I thought it was just on my name. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Put some yeah. respect and, on And just the wee things like no mention even the build up that like, oh Gary Murray, Gareth Murray could win his fiftieth game, and I don't know. It was just a weird kind of narrative around the Gladiators, and obviously we brought in Quade and um, he looked great coming off the bench in this game, injected some pace, and uh, the first time he absolutely destroyed his man. The reference was by uh, a certain commentator was, oh, it doesn't look as quick as Matt Morgan. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. What, but, about, you know London? what? what about, let's talk about London. Let's that was a good about. meme. Whoever made up that meme is, that was a phenomenal meme that I think probably could be up there with meme of the season. It was all down to Todd though, because she was, I thought she was quite, quite good with Dan Routledge. Oh, nine days. Phenomenal. 
phenomenal the difference. Um, but you know what, Gladiators got a good win, needed that at home. They play really nice basketball, and then I suppose you look at Quade Green. How long? How long do we give him before you saw what he did on Sunday against? Is it Cheshire, not just? Which... Is it? Is it not Quade Green? It's Quade. 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 Cool. All right. You would. I like I, I, maybe we're all just our inner Australians would say Quade. I feel that's quite an Australian version. It's Australian yeah. or American. Yeah. He he introduced himself to me as Quade. I like it. It's good. So his name's Quade. He's got some flair. I know. He's and got he's some flair on the court. Flair as well. the court. <laughs> so, I mean, we can touch on the Sunday game in a minute, but that guy's going to win us some games. Any shouts from this game for a uh, potential PTL 5? Um, there was someone I was going to mention because I thought he was. Well, if massive... you don't, I will. Ferrari Hodzic. Yeah, I sorry. I, I, I actually was more scrolling across my screen here to go for his index. Like he was, nobody gave him a shout for any sort of MVP for that game. But you know what? He was. Did he not five, get it? No, I, I, I'm not sure who Sky gave it to. The club didn't even give it to Faro either. We we're talking like I think Prince Onwaz got the club's one because he scored. Well, Onwaz was very good, but it, first half, first half yeah. Onwaz was brilliant. And then Faro eleven points for five from six shooting, seven rebounds, five assists, three steals, a block. What more do you want from your big man in 23 minutes? Anybody else got anybody to sort of chuck in there, BTR five wise? I noticed that Paddy at Wang had a had a decent game, twelve points, nine rebounds, five assists, and the uh, other than Farrow, not really. No, Saquon Jameson was kept very quiet with seven points. It was just a oh, no, he still got like, nine rebounds. Sorry, quite a good team performance from the Glads, which was needed considering they were Patrick Will and Light. Good solid. Okay. Yeah, it's what they needed, wasn't it, really? Uh, let's go to, I don't know if these are in order now, and I don't care, Leicester at home, polished off something of a new-look Sheffield shot. Now, I didn't catch this game because I was. this was a Friday, I think, and I was, all, I was at the Pats game. But obviously, a huge shooting night. A hell of a start from Sheffield. Both teams, really, <laughs> a really strong start. But Sheffield's starting to look... Like Sheffield look like we want them to look. Yeah, Sheffield. Atiba's rolled the I dice. Think. You know what I mean? Atiba's gone. Screw this. I'm rolling the dice. I'm putting all my flair players in my lineup and rolling with it. I can't say I I don't mind it. They they had six players in double digits. On most days, that's a win. Mm. Like that's a win. Yeah, if you score ninety four, you're you're expecting to be. And if if it was. 94 on the road should get you something, shouldn't it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, talk to me, fellas. What do we think? What, do we, what did we make of it? Who watched this one, for starters? Because I didn't. Nicholson, I didn't. How did you manage to watch this game? Well, I, I, the, do you know what? The magic of YouTube these days. Oh, well, yeah. stop you there. I'm at work most of the time. So go on. Now you can carry on. Paul works <laughs> in the game. He, he, he watches them. He counts that as hours vlogged. No, he just breathes it. Obviously, obviously Andy, we're I'm pl- just catching up in the game, you know. <laughs> we're, we're playing them, obviously, weren't we? So it's kind of like you're going to watch the, the game that they play before as well. Um, but I was, I I started watching it in a purpose to go, all right, let's, let's see what I can learn. Let's see what I can pick up from this game. And then it got me to a point thinking, flipping out, this is going to be Sheffield versus Teddy. 
like straight up. Ring. Yeah. And and it was just super entertaining. And I got caught up in that. You know, Holmes had a good game on any mm. given you, you're talking around, you can say, hey, this guy was a top performer, but he just got outshone by Teddy being absolutely abnormal. You know, as well, had... if you if you look at the box scores for this or the quarter scores, I should say, the um Sheffield, uh, the consistency from both teams, Sheffield, just the third quarter, whatever they ran out in the third quarter, they only managed 14 points, whereas obviously mm-hmm. Leicester hit 29. But they were all, they were up. Both teams were, were kind of consistent in that sense. Um, but obviously the third quarter was, was a big one. Have you caught this one, Wayne, my man, as a rider's... Uh... Uh, full disclosure for me, um, I've been working far away. What what do you make of Jaron Holmes getting the nod over Kimball McKenzie in terms of All Star? Um, I'll tell you, I've got that much interest in the All Star game. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's in the percentages. The last time they put it out, Jaron Holmes is ahead of him. He's uh, even on the list. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, Jaron's a good player, but I wouldn't agree with that uh, voting. It'd be yeah. Kimball, me. That has yeah. to be from the Leicester fans, though, because... because well, no one else is voting Leicester. Yeah. yeah. That's why Pat Whelan's going to get unstuck, isn't it? You've got to scroll down to the bottom. I'll tell you what, though, in this game, what did what would concern me a little bit... <laughs> Grow up laughing from, from somewhere is, else in his house, but not where he is. <laughs> is From Leicester's side of things, the bench scoring was really down. They had they had no one from the bench come into double digits. Well, this is they one of the reasons that's a good result is because there's um, there was no um, Marin Thomas. No, that's true, and obviously he's a he's a big difference maker. Or Edoe, and both I would like to see Thomas been... in the All Star game. If I'm honest, oh no, Edoe did play in that one. Sorry, who yeah, you, who do you want to see in that? Thomas. Yeah, I do. I, do. I think he's really underrated, and he's very important for that. Riders team. <laughs> yep, he is. <laughs> is Teddy? Oh, he's on his ear. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is uh, is Teddy back. is Teddy Allen the only shout in terms of BTR five from from this game? Do you think? Ah, uh, has to be. Yeah. Um, just has going on. That's that's all I can go on. I'm afraid. Uh, I've Malik... still got a, Malik Green. Still, there's still a massive question mark in him for me. Nineteen points, eleven rebounds. Three assists, and I don't know. Fifty percent from three and forty-six percent from the floor. Go on, sorry. He might be one that might step up, in my opinions. Once you see him in the real, in the flesh, because mm-hmm. I feel like when you watch him and see the stats come from Luxembourg, you go, "Okay, what's this guy really got?" Um, but going back to Myron Thomas, is he potentially one of these MIP type players for this season? Yeah. Well, he's, like, he's... In terms of, obviously, he's proven his worth. You look at the changes Rob's made at Sheffield and gone, Myron survived that call. Let's be honest, Rob ripped up the the roster as such and Thomas has survived and kind of pushed on and excelled. Like, he's a massive part of their how Leicester win games. I write him. I'm I a big fan good. of him as well, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll pencil in Teddy and his bucket. Bucket. For that one, um, sorry, 
sprawled over the line against Manchester. Um, there was a ton of missed calls on this one that people were screenshotting and putting out there, which looks very much fun. Um, uh, Nick Lewis went off again, 25 points for him, led led all dead both teams, or led the game, sorry, in scoring. And three point wise, 38 threes, sorry, chucked up, which was nearly 20 more than Manchester, which if you're looking at that under a Vince regime, that would appear mental. Vince would be like, you got that around the wrong way. Um, that's an all-star game level of three-point shooting, isn't it? It's, really? But that's it. This is this is what I'm trying and, to say. No disrespect to Surrey, but they live and and people have said it already, to be fair, but they live and die by the three. And yeah. Manchester were very close to getting that game, hmm. but they... 17 turnovers. Give it a Jamal Anderson light for winning. As, as, as much as you know, Nick Lewis has got to work his nuts off, really, to to get those 25 points. And he's he's probably got hold of the ball more than he would like to. You know, he hit he had seven of those turnovers, and and that's because there needs to be a relief for him. Yeah. There needs to be someone else who can handle the pressure, handle the ball, and, and just but, everything. There is Busy, but he also had seven turnovers. He's not the guy because, to help him. You know what I mean? They they both had to play thirty plus minutes. Like where's yeah. the boy Harris disappeared to? Is he not there? Evan Walsh only played twenty six no. minutes. But he was zero from nine. But if Evan's on one of those nights, you just go, "All right, Evan, no night." Do we think they're they... going to bring anyone in before the end of this month? Because that's no, all I you've doubt, got, now, isn't it? it? I don't think the league will let them spend money. You know, William Lee, like Surrey, kept William Lee relatively quiet and point scoring. Um, obviously, rebound wise, he he done what he needed to do. He got fourteen rebounds. Oh, fourteen points, fourteen rebounds. Yeah, you know, but it's um, you, you know, seventeen turnovers against a team that loves to run in transition and put up the free ball. Mm. Andrew Lawrence double double as well. Fifteen points, eleven assists. Nick Stampley was really good. I like Stampley. He, he's, he's all a, right, isn't he? Yeah, he he's a proper. He's a type that you wish had like a British passport. Like, you think his value would be a lot more if he had, like, a British passport than what he is as an import, unfortunately. Um, 21 points, uh, seven rebounds. Like, he, he's another one that, from a Manchester point of view, but Surrey in this game, like, i just so impressed. Saquon Jameson, 13 and 13. Yeah, like, 13 and 13. How, how, how many double-doubles were in this game? Hold up a minute. <laughs> Plenty. Andrew Lawrence, double-double. Is it three? Or is it more? Saquon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew. William Lee. Jameson. Jameson. Almost. Nine and eight. Well, he almost <laughs> a triple-double with the seven assists. <laughs> the, sorry, seven the seven turnovers, yeah. <laughs> Any shouts for uh, BTR5 from this game? If you have player or Jameson. Yeah, Jameson or Lawrence. If you put it as a standalone game... Um, Jameson or Lawrence. But then William Lee, again, 14 and 14. It's not bad, is it? You know, if, if Manchester win, he's he's on team of the week, right? A worthy mention. Yeah. Let's shift down towards the southwest. Although many argue it's not actually the southwest. Bristol at home. Lost to the Lions. I didn't catch this one. Anyone? Flipping Matt Morgan went mental. Kevin <laughs> Olsen had a good in game. In a good way? 
I want a good yeah, one. no, Matt Morgan was absolutely it, incredible. Seven, something somewhere other points in seven minutes or something. Yeah, it was something silly like that. Um, he really showed his capabilities, like, and he body played like thirty minutes or something like that. Um, oh. and, yeah, and twenty, 20. 30, thirty-one points. Um, he, he got a few assists in there as well. Um, he he was he was class. He he really was good. And then slap around the other side, Kevin Allison was 31 points as well. Yeah. Levi uh, Bradley, a potential all-star, 21 points. But Allison, Allison played like, he kept Bristol in this game. Uh, and you didn't really think the game was over until, you know, three, four minutes or whatever to go. And then you thought, actually, okay. Was and, that a tie at halftime? I think I only saw the end of this game. They are uh, banged up still, aren't they? Trajan Jacobs still banged up. Corey Samuels isn't hundred percent. A struggle for months, haven't they? With yeah. injuries. Max, Max Cooper was the new signing. Um, no, still out. They, they yeah. just they rotated the quarter scores. It was like, you know, um, well, we're all Graham Bell's out for the season, isn't London it? London won the first quarter. Bristol won the second quarter. London won the third quarter. Bristol won the fourth. Quarter. <laughs> it was just one of them up and down games and it kind of when it got to like the garbage minutes it, it, London kind of pulled it away then I'll tell you what though looking at this like that's a hell of a job by Bristol mm. seriously undermanned and you look at that roster on the other side they've got guys coming off the bench that would start on BBL teams no double digits off the bench again though still only one by what is it eight points London had two players in double digits yeah, but they share the ball, don't they? A lot. How many assists did they have? There's a, there's a... 25. 25 assists. But so did Bristol. Nelson, nine. Yeah, but Bristol... Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, but they do share the ball a lot. Yeah, you look at it, if you're looking at Team of the Week, guys, you're, you're looking at Ollison and Matt Morgan. Well, Ollison won't get in the start because he lost. No, but we don't... Do, we get don't... in ours. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, I thought Grantham was good in this one as well. I say that. I didn't watch it. Looking at his stats, he's had a good game. 26, 27 I minutes, think Grantham's been one of their most consistent players this season. Mm. Like, he's played a lot, maybe didn't play a lot over Christmas, actually, in the league, but he seems to just get a bucket for him when they need him. He goes about his business uh, pretty quietly and gets it done, doesn't he? Didn't Wabba? No, and Wabba didn't play. No, he wasn't there. Near double-double from uh, Connor Morgan as well. Nine points, 11 rebounds. But it's London, and that's what they're, you know, they have a star-studied squad. We should expect that by now. Um, but good effort from Bristol to run close with such a depleted squad. Back to Pat's. We've spoke on the game or around the game a little bit already. What about Pat the Doc? 109 93. Pat's pulled away um, in the fourth. It was a good game to watch. It was a fun, exciting game. The crowd was hyped. And in the same way that I called what Terrell Green was going to do <laughs> uh, on the Friday night against the Eagles, he did the opposite on the Sunday. And I said to you, didn't I, Grant, if he makes the first one, we're all right. If he misses the first one, it's going to be a long night. And that's exactly what happened both times. And we scored 36 points in the third. Ooh. 
I can't remember us giving up 36 points in a quarter for a long, long time. That quarter was mad. It um, was. Uh, honestly, everything about that day and that game was just incredible. Like, it was a sold-out crowd. Um, there was all sorts going on. There was lots of records to be broken and and kind of um, statistical kind of goals for some of the players, you know what I mean? Like, and... And for someone like one well, that nobody knew about except me, but yeah, yeah, but it's just everything about that game made it that. And because you're such a great teammate, <laughs> you shared that information with us. Um, I did. I told always balling first because I I wanted yeah, to see did, if you'd chuck a t-shirt uh, out there, but um, <laughs> a quick t-shirt saying top ten. Eight from eight from ten is is unbelievable shooting. So he, you know, Green is now the. Is, is shot and scored the most three points in Patriots history, which is incredible. And the good fact shot, that good shot for Green of the Week. He hasn't shot the most points in it. Patriots history, has he? What's that? He hasn't shot the most points in Patriots history, has he? No, that was Kofi. But the most, Kofi. Got the most threes. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was hundred percent from the free throw line. Um, LBC, nine from nine. Yeah. VC with eleven assists. Um, in fact. Cam- it- in fact, Tar- Terrell Mitt was 0, for 0 and 4 from 2. So just keep him outside the three-point line and we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Jacob's been just so consistent. You know, he got 14 rebounds and 19 points. He's a big shout for me like, for the All-Star game. I that's think he's that's crazy stats. You know, and everyone would be talking about Jacob Wiley if it wasn't for, for Green going off, you know? Um, and, and TJ Atwood... Just goes about his business like he does. He's so consistent. And he played three quarters, 22 points, one rebound, <laughs> three assists. Frustration for him is that he would have had about 10 assists had the had the guys connected on the on the shots after. There's a couple of blown layups from his passes. But yeah, 27 well, assists from the Patriots. Like they're playing yeah. team basketball right now. They really are. What did you say, Wayne? Um, he was 11 of 14 shooting, wasn't he? Atwood as well. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a huge we, part of that third quarter. He scored twelve points on his own in the third. They, which he's going to get the job done uh, shooting like that. Um, he's like you say, he's been so um, steady all season. I think he, he's the best player in the league. He's, he's so a, hard to guard. He's so hard to guard. And there's Last no, uh, there's no real show with him, is there? He just gets on with it. Um, seems a pretty level guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fair play to him. Uh, fair play to uh, Plymouth for um, getting this one over the line and and beating us. Uh, it's been a long time, 2012, wasn't it? 2012 um, years, which is crazy, really. That's, the, that's when the Olympics was in in London, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> 12 years since Plymouth, a Plymouth based team has beaten us. I still feel like 2012 was last week. <laughs> so, I mean, go like on, it doesn't feel that. Let, long, let Wayne, go on, Wayne. There's been some decent Plymouth teams as well in that time, yeah. hasn't it? It's amazing, really, how we, how long it's gone on for. Um, but, yeah, fair play to Plymouth. I, I, I want to add as well that there were some Raiders guys saying, oh, should we put up a banner saying how many uh, how many times we've beaten Leicester? But I could just give you a little hand. Zero times in the last fucking decade before the last two years of Pats. So, pipe down. Um are we are we allowed are we allowed to talk about Duke Shelton? Well, the elbow, fuck yeah, that's mental. All over the like, was there any was there any real aggro between the two before that? What 
No, it's it weird, just looked it? like it was just it, two it big was, guys bumping. It was, it was out and of Duke's just turned around and gone, I'm hitting you. Mm. Yeah. People people don't like Levi because he works hard. Man, he is a players. workhorse. He really yeah. he is a workhorse, that guy. But we've seen the uh, the ramifications was the thing that were under question today, because obviously Lawton lamping people got a two game ban. Obviously they weren't people on the court, so now they can't it's almost like they can't punish in the same way, so you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see if anything saying, happens. Like, Prince Onwise got a one-game ban for a soft Glasgow kiss. The Jordan Johnson. Oh, the head, yeah, the head incident. Yeah, yeah. He, so a soft Glasgow kiss. You've got to think that's more than a one. But can they even go to two when they only gave that one to? Exactly. By, by, by the looks of it, everything's done on a point system, isn't it? So it is it's it's not about. Will they give him enough points to ban him from driving? That's what it's we not about know. where the contact, what part of the body the contact has come from or anything like that. It's, it's the fact is that there well, is... He's hit him in the head. I'd say that was quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Head or nuts, he's got to be a two-game ban straight away, isn't it? <laughs> obviously, I could sit here and big up Patriots in that game all day long. And I, I, I and he will, and he will, give him the chance. <laughs> and I will give him the chance, you're right. Um, but I'm going to stay relatively quiet because we've got to play him again in our next home game, and I'm scared that Teddy well, Allen dropped fifty. I'd like to he was superb. He was very good, mainly in the fourth because TJ Atwood picked him up for the first three quarters and uh, and stifled him somewhat because TJ Atwood is the best player in the league. Um, <laughs> any no mention of because obviously there was a funny tweet after that where somebody asked a certain podcaster if. The game, uh, if the Patriots had won because they played well, or if the Riders had lost because they'd been poor, which was amusing. But that said, they were a bit undermanned, Leicester. Um, yes, and they yeah. went one, they did a lot of, uh, they went a lot of one on one. Like Teddy Allen was, we played 40 minutes of that game. So you see how many scored 35. Yeah, it was late. It was nine, wasn't it? Mm. So obviously, still missing Thomas, uh, Myron Thomas. Anadowu in this game. Um, did anybody know what happened to him? Because he's on the list. I, and I, I wasn't there at the game. I watched it afterwards. Sorry, go on, Wayne. It's a knee injury, according to form, but not a serious one. I've Was heard. that on the day? It must have been after the Friday night game. Right, okay. Reaction after that. but Because um, he got 15 and 11 on Friday and then didn't play mm. at Plymouth. So, yeah, uh, he, he's been, obviously, as we said the other week, he's... Two linchpins, yeah. Yeah, better and better. Um, Mo Walker starts, he sits down, Sam comes in and gives it a real boost. So I was yeah. worried about Mo Walker because he, he as soon as he started that game, yeah, he knocked three, down a three, yeah. he got like a couple of twos. I was like, Oh Christ, these guys gonna kill us. He's, he looks like he's coming back into a game. Like yeah. you know what? He's like slowly going about putting together a really good season. Mm. Uh, and maybe oh, one man. of the reasons actually that Rob's happy to ride with Sam Adolu and Mo Walker for quite a lot of it. Like do you need another guy if Mo Walker's giving you good impact right. and just being a role player around Teddy Allen and Kimball and whatever else? I love Mo. I think he's brilliant. Like Kim Kimball had a really good game. Um, but I'm gonna say I'll say it again. Teddy Allen. I've seen nothing like it before. I felt sorry for Josh nothing a little like bit it. because Josh on the broadcast, I don't know what led him to say it. it, said that um Spencer Levi and Mo Walker are similar players. And I was like, What? No, they're not. And just after he said it, Mo it a three. And I'm like, Levi don't even attempt a three. Mind you, he's a banger. Levi and I had a three-point shootout at kids' half-term camp. Who won? 
is about a tie ish. The kids won. The kids won. The real winner was the game of basketball. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> taking them in flip flops, and I was trying my best. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a bit weird. But it, it, yeah, I, my initial reaction when I looked at the team sheets was be, be careful. And I assume they've rested players. Be careful resting players against the Pats. You know, Pats are bottom of the league, sure, but they are actually putting together some nice basketball. And, yeah. You know. Big up to PJ as well, because actually he 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 coached a good game. Um, he he was really calm in his timeouts, and I, I spent a lot of time kind of above where the timeouts were as well. Um, mm. And he, he was very tactical. Um, the team and him scouted really well. And actually, after the game, I'm I'm bouncing off the walls because I'm just relieved. But then, all of a sudden, PJ is just as calm as you like, like it's nothing, like it's nothing. And I'm just like, man, I don't wasn't know even like wasn't right even now. thinking about it, was he? No. And his in his, uh, his post game wasn't even a concern. There you go. Um, let's uh, move on. Hang on, what page are we on here? I think we've got a couple of games left. From him when he, when I don't make the bloody coffee in the office, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Grant. Um, Cheshire Phoenix continue their unbeaten run from including the trophy for January and half of or most of February now, taking the win over Gladiators in the the best rivalry there is around at the moment. And to be fair, it was a good game enjoyable for the neutral and it looked like it could go either way um Guade green was awesome in this one 31 points for him what a pickup that is the quincy rideau was incredibly good aaron rye just looked superb and he's, so his, good. he's amazing um and the, for me the interesting fact was that in that game it was it seemed weird in a way that kind of maceo jack played a supporting role if you like we've we've seen him lead that team for a lot of the season but he um he's been coming off the bench off late and fifteen points in seventeen minutes. That's it was phenomenal. His when he was on the floor, Maceo Jack just scored. Didn't matter what we gave him. He hit a three, hit some nice hit his three throws when he went to the basket. Couple of breakaways. Yeah. I can't but I didn't watch this game because I was like too busy to being excited about our game. But I'm just looking at the stats here and 36 minutes, 28 minutes, 33 minutes, 32 minutes, 30 minutes. Like Cheshire have had a busy-ass schedule since the trophy. And their starting five team is all going like 28 minutes plus. Not many minutes from Cam. Cam Mason Jack has been struggling. Remember, Ben Thomas did say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Look at that five. Yeah, I know. I know. Cam Cam Christensen, I thought, would play a bit more in that game. And he, he didn't. You wonder if he's maybe carrying something. Yeah, eight minutes isn't much for him. They're like thirty-five minutes off the bench, if that. No, but then right, is yeah. this not just a case that Ben Thomas is rolling with his five guys that have just actually put a hundred points on the Gladiators, and they're all massively contributed? Like twenty, Rideau can get what he wants in this league. Whether he, his shooting's improved massively, like he's he started the season, you're like you know what, he's good defender, he's quick, but he misses three throws and he's not a great three points for sure. He shot sixty-six percent and eighty-five yeah. percent. So you go for things like you look at the improvement of Rideau for this season; it's incredible. Like well, how I've, he's changed from weeks probably three onwards. 
because we have first started seeing probably a lot of people that well, Cheshire, what have they recruited at their point guard? He was loads of turnovers, blah 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 blah. And then he's then he started to get like fifteen assists a game, and, and then he's turned no into points. this absolute yeah. all rounder. And tell me a guy that can stop Aaron Ray. There isn't one. Nobody, nobody, no coach. Oh, wait a minute. TJ Atwood might go over to. Let's give him a. <laughs> let's see what happens when that give comes. Him a call. <laughs> I'm, big on, I'm big on TJ. Sorry, Wayne. He's got a bit of a hex on the whole league, hasn't he? Because mm-hmm. he's he's proved unstoppable. Everybody's seen him now, and everybody sees everybody now because of YouTube. And still, he gets what he wants. Yeah. I would have thought. And it's not been the case. When I go through the league, okay, who what is he? He's a three four. And I go, okay, who's my three four in my team? I go Prince on wise. Who's defensively very good. Prince hasn't got near him yet. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he just seems to be that level of intelligence and game smart that uh no one's had a chat. No one's really found a way of stopping him. Mm. And it's like, okay, if you get in his face, he can drive by you. You give him that space. He's gonna pull up for a shot. Like he's just very much all rounder, and you wonder what's next for him as well. Like I don't don't want him to leave this league, but you wonder but how long has he been in the UK? Because obviously NBL. How many seasons of NBL? Did it's he just do? his second year or third year. It? So it was. I'd wondered if he'd played more like uh, Taylor Johnson, who played mm. a few a good few seasons NBL. And then, like, if I switch over to the other side and I look at my my team and I go, like, okay, you can tell Pat Whelan, 26 minutes off the bench, 16 points, just a brilliant shooting night. Um, and that's Fraser Malcolm. Shout out Fraser Malcolm. He was brilliant last mm. night. Um, and that kind of bit where we kind of got back in the game, you just look at his plus minus of 12. Like, he's the best plus minus in our team that from yesterday. Mm. And then, like, what a... On a wait, I suppose, second game, but 25 minutes for Quaddy Green, 31 points, five from six from threes. It was it was so close. And you know what? The Gladiators were in this at one point. Um, we were down only by three with two minutes, 56 to go in the third. And Plymouth ended the quarter on a 15-0 run in three minutes. And you go, wow. Mm. When Cheshire just go, they go. And I don't think there's any other team in the league can do that. Well, there's plenty of... Confused? Ah, I thought you said Plymouth. There's plenty of food for thought in terms of BTR 5. You you arguably could throw three guys at least in for this game. Aaron Rye, LaQuincy Riddle, and obviously Green. Mm. Yeah, Green had a phenomenal game. I'm just really keen on this. Five guys that got plus 30. Let's just uh, do it. (laughs) Yeah, there's been some... uh... Some big numbers put up this week. Five guys who got 30 plus points, team of the week. Let's go. Bedtime. Well, depends who you want to put in, doesn't it? All five of them. Bedtime. <laughs> if only. <laughs> right. Who are you locking in then, fellas, for your uh, BTR funf? Terrell Green. T Green. I'll take Quad A Green. Q. Green, right? Brad Mr. Green, <laughs> Mr. Allen, Mr. Allen, that's to me. Yeah, didn't Teddy Allen get thirty-five twice? He did, yeah. <laughs> I'll pick him <laughs> twice to go in. Who else got thirty? 
over the weekend and uh, 21 rebounds. Um, who else was it on 30? It was um, oh, gone. Uh, Matt Morgan got 30 and Ollison got 30. Yeah. 31, 31, both of them. Who was the other one, did you say? Matt Morgan Ollison and, and Matt oh, Morgan. And, Ollison. and Index was 32 and 31 or something like that as well. That's a shame because I'm going to pick Rideau. That's the thing, though. When he starts hitting threes, that's... How do you guard that? How do you guard Rideau? That's a massive red flag to everybody, isn't it? Such a good passer as well. And you know what? You look at Teddy Allen or Leicester, you go, if you can stop Allen, you've got a chance. Okay. You stop Pat Whelan, you've got a chance against the Gladiators. You stop TJ Atwood for Plymouth, you've got a chance. You stop Jordan Johnson for or for the Newcastle Eagles. You've got a chance. You stop Aaron Rye for Chef uh, Cheshire Phoenix. They've got LaQuincy Riddle. You stop LaQuincy Riddle. They've got Maceo Jack. Do you know what I mean like yeah. Cheshire just? It's, I don't think any other team are like that this year, except London. Yeah, and they're still without Shagwar as well. It was really going. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He so. was doing well in the All Star vote, I think, as well. Who are, we, who are we unanimously choosing for the fifth spot then, fellas? McGill. Oh, yeah, Ricky McGill. Oh, I was going to choose I was gonna choose Morgan, but actually McGill. I'll go with Morgan. I, think, I think McGill may get my vote. Nah, Morgan. He... You go Morgan? McGill it Morgan. is then. Mashed it. Because I'll go McGill as well. Of course you are. Three to, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Ricky! Green of the week's fun. No, it's not. It's easy. Who's Green of the Week then? Terrell Green. You, Why? You, Terrell Green, we've got to vote for Terrell eight Green. Eight from ten, and we won the game. Wayne, what's your views on Green of the Week? What did Brad Green do this week? Not just a double-double, but he's down the pecking order. <laughs> did, well, did we have had a Team of the Week of just Greens? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no Taz, Taz, Taz shot Taz down, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay, so he did. <laughs> Because Malik um, Green was a double double as well. Green yeah. twelve and twelve. Malik Green was double double. Taj has let the team down. Come on, Taj. Go for. Even though he's just killed my team, uh, Terrell Green. That's two votes for Terrell Green. Grant, where are you going? Are you voting Terrell? You'll find out after your vote. I'm going to go say Quade, but you're going Terrell, so it's, it's Terrell Green's. It's hard not to week. go Terrell Green. He, he was very, very good. On the other reverse of it all, Taj Green did step on my feet. When he um, inbounded the ball, he got big ass feet. Big ass feet. What? Why has he got to... feet coming out of his ass? I spoke to him after the game. I said, "Man, he steps on my toes." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, mate." <laughs> He's—I got to be honest. Now, when I was stood chatting to Busey next to their bench, when Taj Green came over on the telly, he looks like a beast. He looks like a monster. He doesn't up. <laughs> does the cat? How many pounds does the camera add? Ten. I think it adds 20 to Taj Green. <laughs> is there is there any guys that you stand next to perhaps you go, yeah, I'm scared of you? Uh, Del Pesh is a big fucker. <laughs> Jameson is massive. Uh, Bradley. Um, Le- no, Spencer Levi is a big dude too. No, he's not though. <laughs> he, he's a big Spencer dude. Spencer Levi, you look at Spencer Levi in the flesh and you're like, how does that guy get 11 rebounds a game against... Dudes that are clearly a foot taller than him. He, that guy's a phenomenon, and he's really hard worker. But I wouldn't say he was massive. Um, he's probably six foot six, wet through. Um, 
I'm just going to put us down for our um, literal selections for the fan vote, of which I forgot to do last week. Team Green. Come on, Taj. What green, you Green, Alan Rideau. Um, Double. Good. Well, there's imagine, so many... Imagine if one week it is, the five is just all greens. There's so many greens in the league now. Like it's funny, we week. started this thinking it would be quite funny because there's two greens. Is there five? Is there not six? No. One, two, three. Four. Are you sure? Taz. Taz, Taz Brad. Malik, Brad, Quade, and Drew. I feel like there's one more. For who? I can't remember, but it feels like there, sh- there, there should be another one. <laughs> 50, 50% of clubs have a green. <laughs> it's got to be. Like, when you think of it, like... That's an amazing stat. Like, <laughs> I love that. That's have, incredible. We, we don't have in-depth stats in this show, but the ones that are really important. Like, are we? Is this going to be part of teams' recruitment, being like, oh, we want we want more shout-outs and like, blow the rim. We want to have a green of the week. We want to... Well, green is the new Johnson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Just John Johnson of the week has just got a whole different tone to it. It has really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I'm just trying to find because uh, our man Grant Hill posted and has been religiously posting um, updates. There it is. I found how it. good a player was Grant Hill. Oh, he's very good. This guy's fucking awesome as well in our Discord. Um, very grateful for the. Uh, the hard work that he's putting into scraping the information required for the um, for the BTR championship, the only championship worth talking about. And before I before I do, I disagree. We beat London for that. Well, that is a, that is a, um, a frustration a, for a couple of a, teams. That was a caveat for the BTR championships. And we should have done that, shouldn't we? We was, should. We did dis- think about it, and we never did it. But it does look like the Lions are going to win the league um, next weekend, potentially. Is it next weekend or is there a week off? I can't remember. It's week off this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, well, that was for the other reason I was going to say about um, um, our friend Ben Thomas going with his main kind of call was that he hasn't got another fixture for a while. So almost kind of why not, if you know what I mean. But it looks like the Lions are going to win it, and I don't know. It's kind of inevitable, isn't it? Really, and it's. I did. I wrote. Have you guys read the little blog I put out? Not yet. No, sorry. A chance of afraid. Could be fun bedtime reading. It's got a few, uh, a few reads, a few, a few uh, hits on it. But it's got a few comments on it on the on the tweet. The um the underlining thing of the the bottom line, basically the conclusion part, is that the next couple of weeks for genuine BBL fans around the league is probably going to be a bit tedious uh, and, and possibly unbearable. So um, the bullshit that we're likely to get from certain elements regarding the lines doing it. Um, although I think they've lost quite a few games this year. So again, they're not going to be up there in terms of percentages. I don't think for, uh, for teams like Kingston, um, some of those Eagles teams that barely lost the game. Going through the, uh, you know, winning the league, but so I'm excited to see what they do in the rest of their European games. That's that's, and I think good for you. Um... No, nah, but I, I generally think the the fact is 
we we knew at the beginning of the season they're going to win the league. Of course, it's inevitable. We know now they're going to win the league. They know they're going to win the league. Um, I don't think there'll be this like a mass social media parade as as a lot of people think there'll be because I think it's actually let's lock in now. We've got to sort this European stuff out. We, you know, I think I think we're still going to get the bullshit sweeps and things. I think they'll have a big effect on playoff standards for other teams due to resting players. But um, I, I generally believe like that the focus is going to be locking to do what we can um, with our remaining European fixtures. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Regardless of that, let's uh, let me bring up um, the actual, the real championship, the only one worth talking about, um, which of course is the BTR championship. And there's been there's been some. Some changes atop of that. I now don't like this league table. <laughs> Turn it upside down. It looks a whole lot nicer. Let's have a little look, shall we? There we are. Um, so Phoenix have now got some daylight. They've got three games between them and both the Newcastle Eagles, who've somehow slid themselves up into second place, and Leicester, of course, dropping um, a game to the Pats but still maintain third spot. And the Gladiators have dropped down to fourth. Those teams, to be fair, there's bugger all between them. Um, so the next few weeks is going to be key. Beyond that, it's still quite tight. Just glad we beat the London Lions in real life. Do you think Pete, does, does anyone... Well, Newcastle did as well, to be fair, so they'd be higher up. Question to all three of you, with me not to answer. Do you think Patriots can beat... No, sorry, can uh, catch up with Giants this season? They're three games back. Yes, I do. They're <laughs> not on. only two games. In real life, they're two games, yeah? Not, that's not real life. This is real life. What are you on about? <laughs> to be, yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, yeah, they got the win over line, London, haven't they? So I think in that case, yes. I think they can on this. Yeah, possibly. Giants. You've got to play them once more. Giants are in all sorts of trouble. Well, that's the that will be the head to head as well, won't it? So that could be interesting. It's two one, isn't it, to Manchester? You just don't want to finish bottom, do you? You know what I mean? You just no. The BTR wooden spoon. Yeah, I have to get one of them. I have to nick one out of what? Have to nick one of Mrs. Cheeks. On, on the spoon. plus side, is though you could actually hand deliver it to us. Um, True. That's not so far to I'll, go. I'll, I'll let you give it to BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> uh, that said as well, the, the trophy presentation could be fun. I'm not sure where it will take place. Um, maybe the maybe the playoff final. That could be interesting. Oh, incidentally as well, if if uh, if we all or, or a number of us attend the playoff final, I'm interested to know how many people would want to an alternative commentary, provided we can get a stable internet connection. There's a chart. I've got the gear. I've got the headsets. There's the, oh, I'm dropping the headsets. I've got one broken headset now. There you go. One of these uh, noise cancelling ones. Proper proper gear. I've got two sets of those, so it'd be a case of one commentate and then, or probably me commentate, and you guys join me for different quarters and whatnot. Uh, but we could run that parallel. So if it is Todd doing it, you can say fuck that. We're going to listen to Pabs and whoever else. You guys up for that? Yeah. So whether or not the listeners are up for that. I probably won't be there, but... Well, well, we're going to be the final, aren't they? Elvisi was going to go last year. 
And he, uh, or was it last year or the year before? And he couldn't, he didn't make it for whatever reason. I can't remember what. Yeah, it was but on LBC time. If he's going, if he's if he goes this year, we'll get him on the we'll get him on the comms. That'd be fun. Yeah, he'll do it for sure. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that could be a bit of fun, couldn't it? Doing that anyway, and then obviously we'll try and present the trophy to whichever one of these guys uh, battling. There's not much in it really. Three games is nothing, especially when they've got to play each other again. Um. Yeah, we've got to play Newcastle, I think, another two times. I'm just looking at this. I love how Sheffield are in fifth, but points per game are dead last. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at points per game. Oh, yeah. How funny. That, uh... It's an interesting table, isn't it? It makes for good reading. Um, I'm going to stop sharing that now because I've, I look like it looks like I've lost the room. Um, we're just reading it. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, fellas, it's almost Oscar season. The BAFTA's already being done. Um, we're going to try and run out the uh, the uh, probably early in March. We'll run out. It'll be our Monday episode, but it will be a uh, Oscars special where we will go through various categories like we did last year, which was a bit of fun. That's still on our YouTube channel if you haven't seen that. But I need these guys to help me. We do need to get so I need to get some clips and bits and bobs going, and we've got plenty of time to do it. But I don't want to leave until the last minute like I did before. <laughs> it took me ages to edit it. So uh, have a little think on that. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty much done for this week's show. There's no predictions, is there? No. How's the prediction league looking? Well, let's uh, let's talk amongst ourselves. Scroll along. <laughs> I can't now. I don't know what I've done there. I've absolutely fucked it. What's happened there? Refresh. What have you done? I don't know. It's the Plymouth Wafer. I'm not in Plymouth. I live in Cornwall. Um, <laughs> I've managed to... You're winding it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will work it out. I can tell you that I've got to add all, all of it up, as in before... Um, the trophy break and after. Oh, it's quite close after the trophy break. There's not much in it at all. Um, but yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll do predictions. Next. There's no, there's nothing before the next time we meet, is there? No. When next is the next time, next time we meet? Next game is is perhaps Sheffield, which is ten days, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, twenty ninth. Pat's on at home again till the end of March. (laughs) Fucking mad, isn't it? Get some time off, Paul. Again. (laughs) I'm going to come up and interview PJ because that was on offer and I couldn't do it because my car broke. The offer is still there, sir. You can interview anyone you want. The family car was knackered. Good news is it was still under warranty, so I just had to pick the keys up and have to pay anything, which is good because I've got no money. So, uh, marvellous. Talking of got no money, we've got a T-shirt for sale. If you haven't got that yet, head to... (laughs) Head to our website, nice. belowtherim.uk, scroll down to the merch bit and click on the link. All the links are there for always balling. They've got some. I'll tell you what, the little money I have had to spare, you've I have spent, spent on, on always, always balling, balling t-shirts. <laughs> and I've already seen the next one I want, uh, and that is the Kobe one they've got in there. They've got like an oversized Kobe t-shirt, which looks fucking awesome. Um, big shout out to them. Great work. That's one of them. the best segues you've done in a long time, Babs. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm you. broke. Buy a t-shirt. 
But it is good stuff, and the gear is uh, it's good. It's, it's forced me to lose weight. He does go to three XL, but on the website it's two XL, and I've gone with two XL, and it's forced me to lose weight. And uh, I'm happy about that. That's good because you know I haven't been able to exercise tonight because I only just finished work and come out here. So fun and games, fellas. I don't think you got anything else to bring up, fellas, before we grant my man anything to to bring up before we leave. Fucking half ten. I know. I feel like we know we. This is early. Might get to bed at a decent time. I've got my horrible Tuesday tomorrow. Oh, I've got something I need to bring up. Oh, well, you go then quickly. Well, Tales of the Ferry, as uh, actually, no, I'll do that at the very end because it's yeah. Go on, Grant. There's nothing. It's uh, international break. It'll be interesting to see when or if we get any of the GB games streamed. The fourteen-man squad was announced today, which. It's actually quite exciting. It's quite a good wee one. Good mix of homegrown players, some young players. It's good to see uh, Sasha Kalina Jones back in the in the in the lineup. Obviously, had a brilliant few seasons. Are playing brilliantly for Bilbao and ACB. Mm. Um, probably one of the best players I've got to see this season. When obviously Bilbao played the Gladiators, um, and maybe that's what's done it. He's come over here seen play sport and he thinks that's where the games is he's going to be disappointed when he ends up in Newcastle for a night um, no I'm joking Newcastle fans Newcastle arena's well nice <laughs> um, and yeah good mix of players included and it's you're always interested to see how GB actually does it's a start of a big window for them and all the talk was when Dan Clark and stuff was appointed was how important this this campaign was Eurobasket 2025 like decided to kind of give the Olympics a miss to kind of focus on this. So this is the first step. So fingers crossed and good luck to the team. On that, in terms of GB, we haven't really spoken about the men's GB stuff. Can someone explain to me? So they named, uh, was it 24 players? Mm. And then half of them turned up for, for a, for what exactly? Training? Yeah. What 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 what's happening? I don't understand that. So most nations will put invites to players. That's your preliminary squad of 24, 25. Oh, so it's like a that's my dream list, and these guys are the ones who actually turned up. <laughs> Not far off, to be honest. Fuck's sake. Or there'll be guys that are unsure Ooh. of or like uh Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> The there's way been, you just made me laugh though, because just imagine if no one turns up. <laughs> but there's been years where no, there's, been, there's been twenty <laughs> it's like a kid's birthday party. Right, you I've invited the old class, but my mate Dave's coming. <laughs> no one else. But there's been years where like GB have announced a twenty-four man squad and then had to add players to make twelve players. There's been Jesus, years really. There's been time. Like, think it, and no offence to Ben Mockford, he's put in some shift for us. There was years Ben Mockford wasn't even on the 24 and then all of a sudden he was in the starting five. Wow. Or maybe not start five, but he was in the, in the 12 but wasn't named in training camp because they've obviously needed players to make the 12. So, yeah. If 14 guys have shown up to practice today, then that's a good start. But so, that that's not the... So the 14 that turned up was... Uh, uh, I'm in... Adamu, uh, Dan Aiken. I can't read that last one. 
Oh, Eatle Rock was there, was he? Miles Hessen. So Miles Hessen was there, and everybody was querying as to whether he'd make it across from, whether he'd be released by by his Japanese team. Yeah, it's good. Which it's clearly good has see. Luke Nelson, obviously Joshua Hibbert, uh, Carl Wheatle, Pat Whelan. But Pat Whelan's injured, isn't he? Well, he played Sunday, so no, not that injured. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Is Jamal uh, is there, there? Who? Jamal's there, isn't he? No, Jamal didn't make it. Jamal's um, on the twenty-four, but yeah. he, as we, well, is he injured? Didn't wasn't there a weird situation where he was suited up, but he was sat behind the bench? Yeah. What's that all about? Making subs as well. Don't know. Where's ads? Let's ask ads. Yeah. Let's have a segment. Ask yeah. ads. He hasn't made it. Oh, how is Jasper? Oh, mate, Jasper's did a he legend. Enjoyed, did he enjoy his ads question? He did. He, did. he enjoyed it very he had, much. Um, yeah. He, he first thing he did was so we had we had two days of kids camp. First thing he comes in the car, walks in the car, he's got his cornrows on. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, like a hat. Right. And he's They're going, real, dude. Come on. Yeah, he's got his cornrows. And um he says, Hey Paul, did you answer the questions? I was like, nah, mate, I didn't. He's like, uh, I'll make him harder. I didn't think he would get all of them. <laughs> and and he's just <laughs> He can make him harder as well. He's like an inside. Show me these old school basketball cars. He he, he's he's a good lad, bless him. He, he had a good two days training. Um, he's got a Patriots jersey, and he's got on the back of it Doctor J, famously his his favorite player. Yeah, you know, bless him. I want I want him to have a Adam Masters Manchester Giants top. I'm sure we can make that happen. <laughs> or one of Ads's t-shirts or something. You no, know, it's like brand one six one stuff. He, I think I think his dream would be to meet ads. I think we need to meet <laughs> next next season when we travel to Manchester, Jasper will come and I'll introduce him to ads. Um unless ads wants to come to Plymouth this season. I was trying to get him down and Grant for a bit of a lads, 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 uh lads, lads, lads. Surprise Wayne lads, 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 Wayne, are you coming down for the next game? When was the last time I went down to Plymouth? You might get a win. I so should know. There was a few upset Leicester fans at the last game, but it all got sorted out nicely. The odds are in your favour, let's be honest. The, the, num- the numbers are in your favour. We got a parking ticket. <laughs> and the car park we were in, it was autumn and leaves were all over the car park markings. And my, oh, no. fa- my father-in-law, who was then known as Mr. Loophole, got us off it because... Um, he just kept sending like letter after letter after letter, challenging it, and then in the end they threw it out. So uh, we got away with it. Good what man. I would say then, if you park in Plymouth, you just pay. Doesn't matter where. There's Jasper. Look. There he is. That was that was a picture on the uh, on the Friday night. And I'm, I'm more concerned that he actually spent the whole two days training camp in that jersey, and he's wearing it that night as well. Yeah. And a fur coat. Sweat. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a gangster fur coat on but this was this was the awesome bit oh, I'm going to pause that because it obviously well he makes the shot but there's audio to that and it won't why won't that play Let me I love the fact that says no dunking on these hoops yeah hey ads this is for you lovely <laughs> lovely work Jasper his basketball cards are awesome he had like a retro Dr J one which I thought it was incredible. And a we still, have, we still have a bet on me and Jasper, though. You know, whoever's going to finish higher, Newcastle or Caledonia. So, Grant, your boys better step it up, mate, because I win a basketball card if they do. Which league's he going by? The real league or the B- or uh, the BBL league? 
That's your potential loophole there, Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, Well, they're not at the moment. (laughs) Just Caledonia are fifth or... Yeah, yeah, but Caledonian the real table are ahead of them. That's what I mean. It'll be it'll be done on the the official British Basketball League table, I believe, because I believe we made the bet before the BGR table was in play. Okay, fair enough. I'll let you off. Wayne, my man, anything to bring to the table before we go? Uh, next time I'll uh, actually watch some games. So because <laughs> uh, when you come on a basketball podcast to talk about the British Basketball League, you need seen <laughs> games to comment on them. So How do you think Paul Nicholson and Paul Nicholson? Paul and Nicholson? Paul Nicholson gets by in life. And me. Turn up to work, then blag the rest of it. <laughs> We're all winging it at the end of the day, aren't we? Hey! Oh, no, I have watched a fair bit of basketball though. Oh, actually, before we go, Graham, Go on, we, yeah, it's your turn. Go. We had a discussion at the beginning of the season about who would be the main guy for Newcastle. And you were Johnson, obviously, and I was Ricky. And I'm looking through the league leaders right now. And I tell you what, it's close. It's oh, very, yeah. very close. Because if you look at points, Ricky's ahead. If you go to assists, Johnson's ahead, but Ricky... Right. No, they're equal. They're no, 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 no. Ricky's two off, two assists off. But where, are they, where are they on efficiency? I think Ricky's ahead on efficiency. I believe Ricky's ahead on efficiency. I would, uh, I'd be interested to go Ricky's well up deeply through the stats though and find out in terms of minutes played in games one because I feel like they lose more when Jordan Johnson's not on the floor. Interesting, yeah. I'd be worth finding out because we had that discussion on like when when we taught Newcastle who was going to be the guy. Hmm. I said Ricky. He said Johnson for obvious reasons. Why we because we both have a connection with these two players. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see who uh who tops that. You still think it's Jordan Johnson, Grant? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Gritted teeth. <laughs> team doesn't, that, team, that team don't play with it. Well, to be honest, they've grown into being this kind of wild six seven man team trying to almost be a slightly different trying to almost be Lassie's and Cheshire Phoenix and just out and run with Larry Austin uh, and it works for Ricky McGill as well I suppose so that team still picks by Jordan Johnson handling the ball when they're in a proper offence so John Johnson <laughs> Good good work um, Wing Wednesday on Wednesday Mr Nicholson Oh hell yeah I'm a um, I finish back at yeah. seven. I can be back in town by twenty past. Let me get back to you because I actually got. I've got this funny feeling. This probably should talk about off air. <laughs> my wife's going for like a meal with one of oh, her mates, or whatever. What you were going to say? I just funny feeling. Mm. Okay. Bring oh, Luca to Wing Wednesdays. Yes, we'll bring Luca. Can we bring Luca? It's a bit late, isn't it? So, I don't know. What time are we having Wing Wednesday? It won't be before half seven. Ah, oh, crap. That's his bedtime. <laughs> we'll discuss this tomorrow. Let me know. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. That's fine. Stand me up again. Great. I'll just sit no. crying into my wings. That's fine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, we'll sort it out. Um, just an update. Tales from the Ferry's not been on for the last week. And, well, if you include today. Um, 
it's uh, and I was talking to my man Muddy, Mr. Jack Waters, about this. It's a it's a tough time of year. Um, it's that time of year where, unfortunately, we uh, I don't know why, but we lose uh, relatives, people that are close to us. He's going through a few bits. I've been going through a few bits and bobs as well. Um, so I haven't done any, but there is. I have a plan to. Um, change the format of it slightly and basically run tales from the ferry the morning after we've had a game so essentially friday morning saturday morning sunday morning and monday morning um i don't know what you we'll, we'll, we'll trial it we'll run it see how it see how it turns out i think it could be could be fun to sort of talk about the games that have happened the night before and get some opinion on that and we'll keep going with the the topic stuff and the beat the BTR Locker 101 is a bit of fun on there as well. That's had some uh, some success, I think. But yeah, that's the the change of it. And yeah, for for my man Muddy Waters, Jack, uh, and for my grandfather as well, and for numerous people that uh, that have uh, have left us at this sort of time of year, um, I'm going to play out with uh, a song that uh, I find quite emotional. So, there we go. Until next time, take it easy. We'll speak to you soon. When you try your best but you don't succeed When you get what you want but not what you need When you feel so tired but you can't sleep Stuck in And the tears come streaming down your face When you lose something you can't replace When you love someone but it goes to waste Could it be
será.